Welcome to the Indie Flicks Podcast. This is your host, Alan. And this week, I got my main man with me, Anthony Leone, writer, director, producer of the hit film Hacksaw, or director of Hacksaw. Um, also, he was the director of, uh, or co co-director, I guess, to the case of Dakota Moore. Is that correct? Uh, no, I, the only thing I did on that one, I, I produced and wrote it, and uh, Amy pretty much took the reins on editing and directing and shooting the movie. Well, both of you guys did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> I absolutely loved Hacksaw. Hacksaw is one of those films I could just sit and watch over and over again. It's I, right I, man. I love me. I appreciate that. You guys yeah, did a no, fantastic job. Thank you. We, uh, we had a lot of fun making that. It was pretty crazy. That was some serious guerrilla filmmaking. <laughs> so so what do you mean guerrilla filmmaking? I mean, I know what guerrilla filmmaking is, but uh, tell me a little bit about what, uh, the, I guess, the process of getting that done. I mean, that was some pretty much running gun as it goes. And just, man, it, it, in the beginning, it was a certain movie about an actress getting caught in this building, but then when it changed and then uh, Amy had came back from a travel that she had done, then it just, the movie completely just morphed and changed into something else. And it just went from there. And then her and I just went for it and we just started shooting and guerrilla filmmaking, just <laughs> going to these locations and getting the coverage. And there's the movie. You have it. Or and you guys did a fantastic job of doing it because some people do guerrilla filmmaking and it doesn't work out too well. But you guys mm -hmm. stay dedicated and y'all put in work, man. So congratulations. I appreciate that. Thank you. Word, man. So what made you get into uh, filmmaking? Well, in the beginning, uh, I started off as a writer only. And that's pretty much where I wanted it to be, just there. And there was a project that I was working on at the time. <clears throat> and this was about six years ago. And it didn't really go anywhere. And I, I thought, well, okay, if this is going to be the outcome of, okay, wait, no, wait, no. So I'll just do it myself. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did my first short film at that time. And um, when 2017 came around and when uh, I had uh, linked up with Amy again, when she had got back to Cali, then I had mentioned about a movie I was working on. She was excited to do it. And we just went from there. And that's pretty much how I segue to filmmaking as, you know, directing it, shooting it and editing it at the time, mm -hmm. because I didn't want to wait around for others. So I just kind of went around that way and just just I just kept going since 2017. <laughs> I haven't stopped. That's what's up, man. So you you practically or I guess you could say you love or enjoy writing more than. I, do, I, I love writing, but the more and more I kept directing and shooting, uh, the more I really, really uh, love those three specific things, the writing, the shooting, and the directing. Um, yeah, the, more I can get, the more I can get away from shooting, the better, because then I can just <laughs> focus on... Well, I'm just saying, so then I can just focus on, <clears throat> you know, solely directing and writing only, so I'm not right. stretched all over the place. Hence why um, when Dakota came on, uh, and, and we'll talk about that, uh, it's just things just kind of segue and changed along the way as, mm -hmm. as we were both learning because essentially Amy and I were learning from scratch as, right. as you know, when we started. Right. Yeah. So I think she mentioned that, uh, Hacksaw was her first film. It, it was. Yeah. yeah. And that was my first feature as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And it's considering the 
both of y'all, her first film, your first feature film, man. That's that's awesome, man. I mean, cause you did a hell of a job. Thank, I appreciate that. Thank you. And but it goes to <clears throat> it goes to a lot of the the work that everybody put into the movie. You know, what I mean, everybody showed up, everybody kicked mm-hmm. butt, and everybody knew what the what they were working on. So they and they knew what we were trying to accomplish. So in it and it shows in the movie. You you can tell. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. You definitely tell. You guys were dedicated and putting in work, considering the fact that it was guerrilla film shooting. Uh, seemed like it was very planned and well thought out. Yeah. Thank you. Word, man. So what roadblocks did you guys face uh, when you, well, you particularly, what roadblocks did you face when you started out? Uh, Basically, I would say budget, because a lot of it is out of pocket. It's out of pocket. So everything is very limited. So you Mm -hmm. have to be a little bit more creative when you get with that. That's why um, Amy and myself, we really uh, communicate really well with what we're working on and what we're able to do so that's important um so i would say budget is definitely always kind of the 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 point where you gotta make the right decisions for it to work um it's definitely the budget and but it's slowly changing but just yeah yeah and this seems like uh unfortunately sometimes budget can bring things to a screeching halt you know what I mean? yes you have or, or you have idea yeah. and and you you had the right location or something is mm-hmm. finances always end up kicking you in the rear. Yeah. And then you have to make the right adjustments and modifications to right. match, to match your budget that you have versus just, Oh, well, we can't shoot it. We can't. Okay. We can't continue. No, 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 no. You make the modifications, you make the adjustments, you adapt and then you go. That's basically how, and that's how we've been able to do with all our work that we've done. Right, because we're creators, so we have to create different ways and opportunities to continue to uh, make the film instead of just Correct. coming to a screeching halt. I mean, Hollywood and shelving it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I heard that. Uh, what was it? Bad Girl, seventy million dollars, and they just said, "Well, you know, we're not going to show." It. Yeah, so, that's terrible. That's, that's crazy. A wa- that's a waste of time. That is a huge waste of time. Huge waste of time, and and the, yeah. the people that was involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even put that on their IMDb. Yeah, like that. yeah I, I'm, I'm, especially right now, I'm just extremely um, uh, careful with time and how I spend my time, especially now more than ever. Um, and time wasted is, it's, it's terrible. You know, exactly. so you have to put the time right in, in what you're doing and what you want to accomplish or else you're just wasting your time and everyone else's time. Yeah, that's how I see it. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. It's terrible that they can't use IMDb. Somebody had mentioned, I I watched this guy on uh, YouTube. His name is 3C Films. I can't think of his name. Um, And he said, he mentioned, he was like, yo, the fact that they should just have one day, have all the cast, crew, everybody that was involved, just go to a theater and watch it. Yeah. Because everybody don't get to see the final project. And For you sure. don't have to run the risk of like emailing it a link or something like that to them and it leak out and, and to be on a universe and they can't get paid for it. Because technically, so it was like a tax thing, you know, they yeah. get a tax break for not doing it or not producing mm-hmm. it or putting it out in the universe and uh, at least let people get to see it. For sure. Exactly. So it looks like you have a lot of films on your IMDb <laughs> and uh, looks like a lot of them were, you know, 
horror films or some type of like thriller or something like yes. that? Is that the only genre that you're going to do or you plan on doing other genres? Um, well, right now, a lot of the work that I have is in post and everything is about to literally the floodgate is about to open <laughs> by next year. Um, there's going to be close to six to eight movies coming out next year. Yes, that I've written uh, and, they're, and they're in the genres of uh, drama, psychological horror, uh, what do you call it? Horror, um, slasher, horror, um, mm-hmm. thriller. Um, and there is one action movie that my partner uh, and I did finish writing. He's out in Texas. His name is Jannard Harper. Okay. And uh, it is a full-blown action movie. It is our first action film that we co-wrote together. Nice. They start shooting in the next couple of weeks out there in Texas. And um, no, I, I, I uh, love all genre of film. And eventually mm-hmm. I will pretty much i mean right now it's the drama and psychological thrillers and the horrors but it's segueing into action and um, i'm sure um comedy because mike right. and fred is that comedy uh spoof type film <laughs> and i'm sure eventually i'll end up doing uh cartoon films as well because i was... i just I, I don't mind doing any genre and uh western that is one thing that i will tackle uh next year i'm, I'm hoping knock on wood yeah. Uh, we'll get a we'll get a western done. <clears throat> That's one of the a horror western thing. Uh, horror western is 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 a great idea. I love that. I love horror westerns. But um, I I really want to one day eventually do an Unforgiven esque type film. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I love well uh, the western genre. I I think you know Once Upon a Time in the West, uh, Quick and the Dead. Uh, yeah, Quick and the Dead. I I like I love films like that. Ooh, so, tombstone the, the, tombstone is. I think tombstone is one of the greatest uh, westerns, if not mm-hmm. films ever made. But it's just it's a lot of things. I know in the beginning stages, I have to you know learn as I go. Right. But th- a lot of I'm of what I'm seeing is leading toward those steps and those which is going to happen eventually. Right. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, tombstone and posse. Those exactly. Posse. I remember Posse. Oh yeah, I absolutely love it, man. It's really good. It's a new one on Netflix. I can never remember the title of it, but Regina King, Regina King, Idris Alba. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I know exactly which one you're talking Del about. Delroy Mitchell plays yeah. S. Reeves. Man, mm-hmm. I can never remember the dang movie, but it was so freaking good, man. You will right. definitely. No, I need. I need to check that out. Yeah, we're talking to Anthony Anthony Leone, uh, writer, director, producer, award-winning filmmaker, basically. Uh, he did Hacksaw. He was uh, involved in the case of Dakota Moore, which absolutely both of those movies we loved. I, just talking to uh, Amy, and she was telling me what you guys did as far as improvising and doing this and doing that with mm-hmm. the film. That just made it absolutely more, it just made it better. Knowing yes. all the happy accidents, you know, like with the, mm-hmm. the little festival, the carnival that was going on, and the pumpkin for sure was going on and stuff like that. You guys are very mm-hmm. creative when it came down to it. <laughs> yeah, no, we like I said, we we mapped it out really well. We knew where we wanted to go, and mm-hmm. um, I was really pushing her toward directing and editing and shooting, doing something different. Right. So she's not just um, what is it like the phrase the one trick pony that all they do is one thing one thing one thing. 
Exactly. I, I, and, and for me, I feel that, you know, of what I've, what I've learned through the process and through the years, you know, you don't want to harper in all these things that you have. You have to be able to, you know, teach and show others and mm-hmm. see how they go. And which is what we did with the case of Dakota Moore, her taking over pretty much everything. Yeah. And look what she did. She, <clears throat> excuse me, she delivered a, a great, a good film for what mm-hmm. it is and for what we had available to us. Exactly. And, um, and, and she's finding a way in editing now that she is just be, I mean, she's reached another level in her filmmaking that, I mean, she's a far better, I think, I feel a far better editor than I am or ever will be. She's oh, such she definitely better than me because I absolutely hate editing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot, it requires a lot of patience and, uh, she has a lot of patience, a lot more patience than me. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and that's why. No, and with Dakota Moore, we just mapped out ideas, plans, and where she was at the time, location, and that just helped molded this world that we basically created together from scratch. Right. But right. um, but no, like I said, more than just amazed at what was the end result of what she put together. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what was your biggest obstacle? you guys face while filming uh, the case of Dakota Moore? Um, looking back, it happens so fast. That one, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I don't think we had any problems with that because it just went so smooth because we knew exactly what we wanted and what we wanted to execute. And she went full reins on the edit and did what she wanted to do. And she we have this great result from it. So... Yeah. I, I I think I can't think of anything uh, an obstacle of anything. I th- I think everything went pretty smooth. Oh yeah, absolutely. You could definitely tell it was smooth sailing, except for the big sea lion or seal, whatever. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. That clip. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell are you doing out there, bro?" Now <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I guess that's going in the movie. Sweet." That's one of those happy happy uh, coincidences, man. It just yeah. happened. It was like, "Yeah, put that in there. Got to put it in there." Definitely. No, that was good. She and I also talked about uh, Hacksaw. Uh, Where Mm -hmm. did the idea come from? Uh, Well, initially it was a different story about some type of actress being stalked and she goes to this building Mm -hmm. and then the idea remorphed when she when Amy had uh, moved. But she had told me that she was moving back to California. So she was doing a road trip back. So I kind of incorporated her experience of what she was doing at that time and remolded Hacksaw and then obviously still keeping the weird, bizarre people in the building yeah. um, and, and, and just weaving it through together that way with her. And there, the, the end result is what we got. Please tell me you will have a secret. Uh yeah, I have two and three <laughs> written out already. I do have. Oh, man, that's what I want to hear. No, 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 no. I I do have two. Uh, like a year or two ago, I wrote two and three back to back. Those are done, and I wrote the off uh movie edition, which is Happy, the guy at the end. Yeah, I, I wrote that one. So they are done. The a lot of the scripts are done. It's the matter of planning and budgeting and making sure all the schedules fall in together mm-hmm. with everyone. So that's nice. really what it you know what it comes down to in the end. Heck yeah, we got to see a part two and a part three. Like a, the part three will be more like a prequel, right? Like yeah, it'll be a coming full circle, everything explained, coming back to the beginning, 
Um, it'll be, it would be interesting, but we'll just see how will things roll out because we have so much uh, work coming out. That's who knows where we're going to get pulled to. <laughs> I hope yeah. so. I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. Cause like I said, Hacksaw is one of my favorite films because especially thank you the fact that it's an indie film, you know, we love to support mm-hmm. indie films and for the fact that how you guys pulled it off, you know, it's thank you. All the more, the better, you know, um, what film or filmmaker would you say inspired you to become a filmmaker yourself? I would say who really it, it it's it always changes, but it always goes back to Refn, the director mm-hmm. of Drive. Only God forgives. He did the Pusher movies. He did Bronson. Um, it's always Refn, but then I always branch out and I say Scorsese, Clint Eastwood, Stallone, Rob Zombie. Um, you know, Sergio Leone, um, you know, Argento, um, Kubrick, Hitchcock. There's so many, and Fincher. Uh, there's so many directors that I love, but it always goes back to Refn. It always manages to go back to Refn. Okay. Uh, he just really just ignited that, okay, yeah, directing and having that visual, that's really fucking neat. And then I, and I yeah. love uh, Ridley Scott as well. I, I, oh yeah, I, I got really, really fanatical on Ridley Scott last year, just watching nonstop Ridley work. But um, I, I, it's always changing. It's always yeah. changing. It's always ever evolving. Exactly. You start adding on to the list, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's funny you bring it up to your point for the fact that um, I was loving Wes Craven. You know. Yeah, and Wes Craven. Yeah, watching sure. all he's another legend. And with the mm-hmm. recent. In recent years, I started watching a lot of his, a lot of uh, David F. Samberg, a lot of his shorts that he was in the day. Started watching his feature films like mm-hmm. uh, Lights Out and Annabelle Creation. And Creation was cool. And uh, you know, let me tell you about that. Annabelle, the first one, I absolutely hate. I'm not even gonna yeah. lie. No people was mad at me about it, but absolutely mm-hmm. hate. But the sequel, Creation Annabelle, was good. Oh my goodness! It, I like Creation. Now Annabelle comes home. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. Bad. I didn't see that. I missed that one. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, I, it was watchable. I mean, I have mm-hmm. all three because I collect DVDs. But um, my favorite out of the three is definitely Annabelle Creations. And you sit and watch. I love the fact of getting his movies because he always put behind the scenes videos and stuff yeah. like that on there because mm-hmm. he he's a filmmaker at heart. And For sure. He talks about. Like if you go to his YouTube channel, YouTube channel, yeah, his YouTube channel is very, very insightful. He gives a lot of good breakdowns. I sit and watch it over and over and over again because he 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 likes to teach. And the crazy thing is, he's an introvert. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, when he went to go do the Shazam premiere and stuff, he was just so. He said he felt just so out of uh, out of place. Out of of place. Yeah, and then. Did the DC did their thing uh, introducing the new uh, Black Adam and Shazam too? Mm. He had to go do that stuff, and he was just like so nervous and felt out of place. And <laughs> I'm like, hey, whatever, man, you did a very good job as an introvert being out there and handling it all that. But well, still- yeah, I, yeah, I mean, well, and it's the isolation and that really put him into that dedication mode that you mm-hmm. know that got him what he his achievement. So. Right. And then sometimes that's actually what it takes to as well. You know, it takes that tunnel vision, that isolation mm-hmm. and that dedication to really get and really, you know, knock out what you need to do in order to achieve the goal. 
Right, right. Because, yeah, Shazam was really good. I can't wait to see mm-hmm. Shazam 2. Um, I wonder if uh, Shazam is going to be in Black Adam. I know they said Superman is supposed to be in it. Yeah, I'm- I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Black Adam pops out. I, I wouldn't. That, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, considering the fact that that was his rival, his villain, you know. Yeah. So either or, I mean, Dev, sure. said David F. Sandberg is a good one. Uh, you uh, mentioned uh, Fitcher. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, so it's like I love his visuals. You know what He's I mean? Good. Oh yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. You just, oh man, you watching this like it's just so beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm telling you man it, it just it just depends on like i guess the mood or at the moment because so many directors have so many great styles of their mm-hmm. own exactly uh one of the first films i watched as a kid uh, horror films uh what made me fall in love with steven spielberg was poltergeist that's and another good one sitting there yeah. and, and he's that. another yeah he's another master oh yeah absolutely you, you're sitting there watching a the movie and I'm like, oh my god, this is this is crazy. I mean, the new and the new Poltergeist was okay. It was just okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. terrible as everybody said. It was just okay. Yeah, um, you're sitting there watching the original as a kid, man. Especially as a kid, it was terrifying. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's still and it holds up still to this day. Yeah. And even the second one is creepy too, with that old man. With the yeah. Yeah, the old man's creepy. <laughs> Just a creepy ass old man. I'm like, hello, little girl. I'm like, oh god, here we go. He's like, here we go. <laughs> now, when you're coming up with your ideas for your films, do you have a specific procedure uh, of coming up with ideas? Um, in the beginning, uh, around seventeen, eighteen. 19 <laughs> I, I would just pretty much put it on the page and then yeah. uh, adjust and modify as I go around probably around 2021 and it's, well, especially this year I bored out a lot of things now and I break down characters I layer the arcs and the backgrounds and mm-hmm. their stories um, A through Z of where the story can go in different ways um, or sometimes I just uh, use color cards and I have one of my walls just completely yep. just covered in <laughs> different areas of what can go where, like playing basically chess with, with the characters, with the story. I do that now more than ever. Um, I did that a lot in this one movie that Amy and I just finished. It's called Torment, which right. is uh, 90% uh, in the... In, in completion like we're just about ready to finish it we're about 90 percent there um i did that a lot for that one and, and and to do something completely different in you know telling the story and not just keeping it just one straight shot through you'll see when you when you when it's finished i'll send it to you so you can watch it awesome. um Appreciate it's very different i will say it is very different from hacksaw to dakota to zombie it's completely different well, you know we right. love different, right? <laughs> no, 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 and, and that's what and that's what we really tried to go for for this. Right. Um, and I do feel that we accomplished that. I I do feel we did. Good, um, zero good. doubt. Oh, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. You guys are great uh, filmmakers. Um, yeah, it's thank you. Can you tell us a little bit more about your upcoming films? Like, what else you have? Other than you said torment, and what else is yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, there's several. <laughs> um. My film partner and I, uh, Harper, we have uh this one uh, 
dark psychological drama coming out uh, called Bruise. That should be out early next year. We have another one coming out, Secret Obsession, that should be coming out around October or November. We have another uh, horror film coming out called Hat Man, which is deals with sleep paralysis and the mind <laughs> and everything. Uh, oh, and that should be, uh, that's in editing stages. That should be out early next year. Should be. Um, uh, what's the other one that we have? Uh, we're shooting. He's actually shooting one right now called Marie. Uh, he's shooting this in an old vintage mansion house. And uh, the coverage that I'm seeing that they're sending me, it looks like a Conjuring Universe movie. It is on fucking real. Nice. What what this guy and the team is doing? It is unreal. It's it's <laughs> unreal. That I mean, and then they're finished. I think we got three more days, and then Marie is wrapped, and then it's into editing, and then the yeah. uh, the action movie that we wrote. The action movie gets into uh, production in the next couple of weeks. That's with him, and then Amy. Mm-hmm. circling back um we have torment which we are you know like i said 90 percent done we're getting there right. it's getting it's getting really close and she took the reins on the edit sound design coloring and <laughs> and and the film is just it's 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 crazy to see from hacksaw yeah. And coming into a five-year, coming full circle to this moment to getting to, to torment is just, it's unbelievable. Um, it was a lot of hard work uh, from everyone, mm-hmm. uh, from everyone to get to that. And, and, and that should be ready to go by the end of the year-ish. Um, we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Zombie should be coming out in the next, hopefully, early next year. The Mike and Fred versus the Dead. That's okay. the one we have with Felissa Rose. Okay, um, so what you're screener, screener then for nobody else has seen it. Uh, no one's seen that. I I sent you a screener. You can check it out if you'd like. Yeah, um, okay. uh, nobody's okay. seen that. It's it's only it's doing the festival run right now, and it's doing very nice. I mean, it's getting a, a nice response so far, which has been very humbling to see. Good, um, good. But, um, yeah, those movies, they're all, everything is going to flood out next year. And I love it when we get screeners so we can check out and nobody else has seen. No, definitely. (laughs) Uh, No, man, but you're so, like I said, you're good to Amy with the interview. I thought it was great. And, you know, you're having me on, which is very kind of you to do. So, you know, why not? Yeah, we definitely appreciate you being on, and, and of course with mm-hmm. Amy as well. You guys are fantastic definitely. filmmakers and great people to boot. You know what I mean? Thank you. Uh, so, do you have a favorite film or film franchise? Um, favorite film. I mean, in horror, is definitely Texas Chainsaw, the original. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, films. I mean, I can. It always varies. Godfather, Goodfellas, Fight Club. Um, Tombstone, Unforgiven, The Wrestler, Rocky. Um, it just <laughs> franchise. I love the Rocky series. I love the Saw series. I love Ooh, the. Yeah. Uh, I mean the Freddy series. I just there. It my it's everywhere. Um, I'm everywhere. The Terminator one and two. <laughs> you know, Alien one, two, and three. Yes, I'll say three. Um, <laughs> I just I I I like. Yeah, those are I good like, selections. Uh, with everything. Terminator 1 and 2, how I said that specifically. <laughs> um, it just, yeah, I love all films. It just, it, it doesn't really matter. The Crow is another great all-time favorite of mine. 
Um, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's like I do have a favorite, but it's like just mm-hmm. films in general, man. You just, There's so many. There's right. so many. I mean, even Tarantino movies. I love every single movie that he's done. I absolutely, yeah. I'm telling you, so, yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Yep. And Robert Rodriguez is another one. And Mariachi Desperado from Dust to Dawn. I mean, it, it can just <laughs> go every, and it can go anywhere. I mean, I like Ghost with Patrick Swayze, for Christ's sake. I mean, it can go anywhere, really. You know what I mean? It just, it. I love film. So let me ask you this then. Uh, if you had the opportunity to remake a classic film, what would it be? Definitely Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, in yeah. Texas. In Texas, yes. In yes. Texas. Not, not in, in not, not in Bulgaria, not shot in Bulgaria, not shot in uh, <laughs> California, shot in Texas. That 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 would be some serious coming back like crazy full circle as a kid mm-hmm. watching Texas Chainsaw to working on a project. That would be that would be a little surreal. But right. who knows? Who knows what happens <laughs> in the next several years? So well, we just gonna have to make that happen then, bro. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm with you, man. We're just going to have to make it happen. My favorite uh, horror film franchise is Friday the 13th. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's another classic. Absolutely. So I was born January 13th on a Friday at 4.20 oh, nice. p.m. So Nice. <laughs> I nice. mean, it, it was just fate, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nice. So, uh, Anthony, we get to the point of the uh, episode where okay. we asked the uh, random questions from the book, 3,000 Questions About Me. Sure. Uh, I found this book at Target, and it asked the most random questions, I swear. You'll see. Uh, All right. Ready. Shoot. So I'm You're on. To, do you want the front of the book or the back of the book? Back. Back of the book. All right. Let's see. Oh, it's the Left back. or right page? Left. Left page. All right. What gives you... Ooh, this is a good one, too. What gives you an eerie feeling? What gives me an eerie feeling? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. See how random that is? That is really fucking random, bro. <laughs> what gives me an eerie feeling at this point, right now? Nothing. And what I'll tell you why. Anything, uh, no, no. Well, no. What, what gives me an eerie feeling? Mm-hmm. I would say nothing because I, where I'm at right now, I am extremely... Um, tunnel vision right. and I don't have any distractions absolutely right. none so if it's work, school, film that's all of what consists around me so uh, anything eerie uh, of a feeling I, I don't know <laughs> I have I, I, no, <laughs> not, at all, not at all and that's no I mean that's not to say that it won't change I mean of course right, things right. can change I mean shit I mean <laughs> You lose your job. That's fucking eerie. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, shit. I just, I mean, your car don't work. That's eerie. That sucks. No, that's but I mean, that sucks big time. Um, but no, I just, uh, I, I don't know, man. I just, I just so damn busy, man. I just don't have time for. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I can dig it, man. That's still a good answer. I can dig it. All yeah. right, let me see. Let's go to the front page. Well, okay. The book. Let's see to the right side this time. Yes. Go to the bottom. If you could live forever, would oh, you shit. want to? No. I know, right? Fuck no. Because I don't want <laughs> I don't want to see everybody I love die. Exactly. No. That's no. a very good point right there. That's a very no. good point. And no, 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 no. it's like one of those things like a vampire, they live for 
500 years or a thousand years, they've seen everything and everything. It's yeah. like, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, it's like watching a movie and it has like 20, you know, 20 uh, uh, parts to it. And it's like, okay, so mm-hmm. you got to end it eventually. Yeah, know? for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would no Hell no. That would be depressing as hell. I don't want to see every single love. No, 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 no. Now, I wouldn't want to see that. On life, sure. Uh, so mm-hmm. I have time to accomplish the things that I want. But mm-hmm. yeah, do I want to live forever? No. No, no, no. And then, you know, and then the time that you have now, you make the most of it and you exactly. do do what you need to do in order to accomplish it. Stay focused. Don't get distracted and you'll do it. It's simple. Good word of advice, my man. Good word of advice. And you went to film school, correct? I did not. No, never went okay. to film school. Um, no, 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 never. That's what's the, up, film, the films, the movies and the films are pretty much my film school. And uh, everything that me and Amy have learned through the years together and, you know, in shooting and editing and writing and, you know, brainstorming, that's been our boot camp film school for the last five years. Man, that's awesome, man, for the fact that you haven't went to film school and you guys right out the gate made a fantastic film, like I said, in Hacksaw. I mean, I keep saying it over and over again because it was a really good movie. Thank you, sir. Well, I, and I, I really think it attributes to a lot of the work ethic that her and I have together. Mm-hmm. And when it's combined, it's a it's 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 a um, focus driven force. Right. Because we know what we, we want to accomplish in the project and we know what we want in the end result for the project. So when you know when that happens which is rare because you know a lot of people have opinions different opinions people are sensitive pussies and they don't want it a certain way but when you do align with someone on 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 you know working on something and the work ethic is aligned the same then you get the end result and then that's what's been happening the last five years for our work they've been made released made released and we haven't had that has not changed. You know, that 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 uh, formula right. has stayed the same. So yeah. you guys, fantastic job. I appreciate you. you so much, Anthony, for coming on and speaking with us. Where can uh, uh, real quick, where can uh, the fans find you on social media? Uh, underline Anthony Leone uh, Instagram. I'm on there. I'm always posting. I'm always consistent uh, with, you know, projects that I'm working on. Um, whether it's here or it's at another location of something that I wrote, I'm really up to date. Try to keep uh, the, the story timelines up to date with, you know, either actors that I've worked with, other team members of what they're working on, interviews they have to make sure that, the, you know, that everything is consistent and everything is, you know, flowing right, you know. So but that's that's where I'm at a lot. You know what I mean? A lot of my uh, activity is there. Yeah. Good on Instagram. I'm sorry, you said underscore Anthony Leone. Yeah, or underline or whatever the hell it is, Anthony Leone. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Leone. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you so much. Thank oh, you. Of course, man. You know, Thank talk you. To old me. <laughs> oh, stop, bro. Come on, man. You're, you're like I said, you're 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 a really good guy. You're really great in the interview you did with Amy. I thought it was really <laughs> good. And thank you for bringing me on. I think it was a, it was good. I mean, it was it was great, man. Okay. And then Absolutely. hope. To, Hope to talk to you again. Yeah, and after our, uh, we, we watch this uh, this uh, zombie movie, we're definitely gonna be having you back on. Oh, please! I mean, you don't, and you're. I mean, shit, bring on Amy again because she actually uh, 
did the sound design. She did oh, the coloring, is- and she did uh, some modifications to the edit as well. And and she did that. I mean, she just like I said, she found a niche in editing that mm-hmm. is just. I mean, she she hit another level, and I'm. So- it's it's great to see that to see how people mold in you know right. their when they find a, their way in wh- wherever this universe takes them in, with film so. so thanks again and everybody for listening we really appreciate you guys for tuning in if you have an indie film you'd like to suggest or know of an indie filmmaker you'd like to suggest email us at indiefixpodcast at gmail.com Find us on Instagram and Facebook under IndieFix Podcast. Uh, Anthony, I appreciate you coming on, and we will talk to you again sometime soon. Man, you got to be back home. Yes, sir. I'll be here. Word. And we will see you guys next time.